couldn't imagine <laughs> having something living inside of me. Like, oh, me either. It's like a giant tapeworm. <laughs> it just feeds off of you, but then it like Seth, it morphs into what the you people look like. are going to hate you. There after this, they're going to be like, this guy is or, such a douche. Or they're going to be like, you know what? He's, <laughs> He's got right. a lot of good ideas. <laughs> episode of the Her Thing podcast with me, Becca Pearson. I'm really excited because I have my husband, I would say in the studio, but we're literally sitting on the floor in our bedroom (laughs) because we had to make the best out of what we have in the house. So if I guess I'll just introduce you. Um, I don't really know what to say. (laughs) Um, This is my husband, Seth. He hasn't said anything yet. He's just staring at me weird. I'm letting you do your thing. <laughs> I don't know what my thing Her is thing. yet. <laughs> I don't know what that is yet. Um, we have been together for, gosh, how long has it been? It's been almost 12 years now. Almost 12 years next month. And men are bad at remembering things like that. Well, you're not. I never said that you were bad at it. Um, and we've been married almost four years yeah, 2019, four years. So yeah, we have been together since we were 17. And I would I can't say it's been a rocky road or anything like we've had a pretty solid relationship with lots of ups and downs in life. But I think we've made the best of them. Uh-huh. Well, hopefully. Um, as I was saying, we've been together for 12 years, married for almost four together so, since we were 17. Been great. Yeah. Got to grow up. Yeah. We, a lot of people always ask us, especially in Texas, um, in the Bible Belt state, why would you wait so long to get married? We've been, I don't know, I guess whenever I was like 20, I was like, oh my gosh, he's not proposing, which was so stupid. But we got married at 26, which is still relatively young, I think, whenever you think about just... I'm in the grand scheme of things, yeah, but... You know, but like yeah. being together for what, we eight really, years before yeah. we got married? Yeah, we really grew up together. Um, and we just happened to grow up in the same direction, I feel like, because some people grow up and then they break up. And we went through a lot together. And not necessarily our relationship in terms of like fighting or lots of people who are together as long as we were are off and on for a long time. And I don't think we were. Well, we I don't think. <laughs> No, I don't think so. Either. I don't think we were. No, we weren't. I mean, we always were. To, we never broke up. There was one moment where I was like, I don't need a man. I should break up with him and try to live my life. And then, and then realized that she needed me. <laughs> it wasn't that I needed you, it was that I wanted you. I, there's a difference. No, no, there's me. a difference. Um, anyways, so yeah, we have been together for a long time, still really like each other. Which I think is great. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I genuinely enjoy spending time with you. Or I wouldn't have you on this podcast otherwise. Number one guest. <laughs> no, I don't think... Uh, I think for as long as we've been together, a lot of people don't really resent each other. They just get used to each other. And so they stop hanging out or stop, stop talking. You know, I mean, spending a third of your life with somebody is kind of crazy. That is then, crazy when you say a third of our lives. I mean, in 10 years, it's going to be half of our life. 
Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. If if you make it that long. We'll see. I know. You're lucky. I'm on the edge right now. <laughs> Guys, he was such a brat the other day whenever my car battery died. It was awful. I was so mad at him, but it's fine. No big deal. We're good. That's just relationships. Yeah. We fight. We're good. Um, but they're never fights that leave me Regretting. questioning anything. I'm just like, oh, he's such a brat today. And if that's the worst of our problems, then I'm pretty grateful. Okay, so I know I know everything about you, but I was thinking we could start off with some icebreakers, <laughs> just, you know, okay. so the people can learn about you. Well, the fans need to know who they're listening to. <laughs> the fine, fans. I, I probably have like four friends Millions listening to this right now. Um, I just think it would be fun, and I really want other people to get to know you, and since I know you better than I know myself... It's kind of dumb for me to, like, just assume that I can get the right questions out of you without some icebreakers. Right. Might have to get a little closer to the mic. I don't know. Guys, we're still figuring this out, or actually I am. Seth really has nothing to do with it. I'm a guest. Um, <laughs> He's just a guest. So I'm hoping the audio sounds good, because I do not want to put out crap. So, um... Yeah, because that's all just not looking good. Anywho, so the first icebreaker question is, if you could choose only one place to vacation for the rest of your life, where would you go and why? Uh, from the places I've been, I would probably say San Diego, because we went there twice, mm -hmm. right? Um really enjoyed it the weather was perfect i know socal people are so spoiled but i mean 70 every single day that's ideal the, beach, the sea lions and seals going ham in la jolla <laughs> uh plus there's tons of seafood and i could live off seafood my whole life okay yeah i'm definitely a huge fan of san diego i would go back there as much as possible if i could so yeah, huge fan. Okay, if you were an ice cream flavor, which would you be and why? <laughs> these uh, are deep, deep I questions. No, nope. these are these are some questions you should ask some real professionals. <laughs> um, maybe. Man, I'd hate to say vanilla because it's so boring. Vanilla is the term they use for boring. Yeah. Uh, let's say I'm gonna go with like. Sherbert. I know it's not ice cream, but we're rolling with it just because it's what you eat all the time anyway. So I'm I mean I can't imagine you saying you any are other what ice you cream. eat, you know what I'm saying? That's what people say. <laughs> it's colorful, it. it's fun, it tastes good. Vibrant. Yeah. Some would yeah. say. Yeah. So can't really Oh, Seth's legs are asleep. It's all good. He's just adjusting right now. We're sitting on the floor, and we're almost 30, so... And I'm six our, foot three. That's our, a long our bodies are getting old. Things are not working as well as they used to. <laughs> Just as in body, like, joints. Jo yeah. Trust me, everything works like it's supposed to. <laughs> Things are working, guys. We're fine. Let's move on. <laughs> Woo, sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> 
I hope this is funny for everyone else because that was great. If you could instantly be an expert in a subject, what would it be and why? Um, I'm telling you, deep questions. An expert in anything? Any subject. I'm going to be appropriate. You're going to need to be an expert in talking into the mic. I'm talking right at it. (laughs) I know, but every time you talk... Your little things are very small. If I could be an expert <laughs> in anything, <clears throat> I would say, man, let's go big. Um, NFL draft analytics. Okay. You lost me. Um, for everybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, which is almost all of you. Because most likely it's females Her listening thing. to this. Um, because I... I could for sure get a job real quick. I work for ESPN. My handsome face would be all over the place. You guys, Mel my Kuyper husband who, is so humble. Seth Pearson. Go to that guy if you need to know who to draft. <laughs> okay. Millions. Great. I'm glad that that's what you chose. I'm not surprised, but whatever. What is your favorite personal possession and why? You know, I like to live off of the land and not really possess anything. And you're full of shit. Um, You know, it's our stuff, right? It's the world's, brother. He's kidding, guys. He's not granola. And no offense if you are, but he is not. I don't think many granola people are going to be listening to Apple Podcasts. I don't know. Uh, My one favorite possession that I have. If you don't. I'll be surprised at what you say. Let's... You're not a possession. I'm not referring to me. Oh, well. <laughs> Whoops. I was referring to your recent possession that you just bought. Oh, yeah. My car. It's, uh, I'm in love. Yeah. Uh, Seth I don't. Just... I don't know. That sounds kind of like, oh, guys, I just bought a new car. Guess what? It's the best. Well, but, I mean, the I thing it. is, so Seth has worked his butt off. For the whole time I've been with you. He's always worked so hard. And he makes a great living. But he never ever like gives to himself. And finally he decided with my push to get himself a a new car. He's never had a new car. And I'm so so excited and proud of him for the car that he chose. And that he actually took the time to treat himself because he never does that. If he's going to spend like 20 bucks, he's always like, babe, I'm going to buy this. And I'm like, you don't need to tell me. I mean, we, we are very equal in our relationship and I think that's great, but I don't tell him when I buy stuff, I just buy it. And no, no, she does not tell me when she buys stuff. (laughs) But I don't hide it either. And there's a big difference there. I always tell you after it's on the way. You know, once it's on the FedEx or UPS truck, then I'm like, oh, by the way, babe, I bought it. When I see it at the front door. (laughs) I mean, I've always done that just because, like, I hate spending money on stuff Mm -hmm. just because. Well, you didn't grow up with a lot of money. Neither of us did. Right. So it's nice now that we're able to be in a place where we can buy things that we want to also save and be smart. And that's something we're trying to teach our nieces and nephews is to not spend money the minute it comes into your Which is pocket. hard. I mean, whenever you grow up when, you know, it's like, hey, it's Friday, we're going to spend everything or, I mean, even as an adult until, I mean, within about... 
two, three years ago, that's how it was with us. It was like, you know, paycheck comes in, paycheck's gone. Yeah. I mean, when you're in your 20s and not living off of mom and dad. I mean, I wouldn't even say in 20s. Like, well, yeah, I know there, there are, are adults. Some people who well, of course. never know what that's like. And that's, I mean, it's hard. Yeah. And so, but yeah, in our 20s, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Um, I mean, life is hard and it's expensive and, you know, <laughs> I'm cracking up because Seth is like in so much pain from sitting on the floor. He should have brought a chair in here. I mean, we have these Ottomans I could have brought in, but. Oh, that would have been a great idea. I'm too lazy to well, do that right now. too late now. I mean, I guess we could always pause and come back with Ottomans. I guess we could. Um, yeah. So we're going to take a quick break and go get our Ottomans. Please enjoy our message from our sponsors. <laughs> I don't know if there is a sponsorship, but if there is, enjoy it. We are back, and I need to quit popping my fingers because I keep doing that into the microphone. I was going to tell you, but <laughs> it's your podcast. It's, if you well, want to get your finger popping, whatever. <laughs> it's my nervous tick, I think. Okay, I'm going to ask him a few more icebreakers just because they're fun, and I feel like they kind of bring on a little more conversation, and we're getting used to this whole getting thing. Getting to know me. <laughs> getting to know you. Okay. <laughs> you know I always sing songs that go with everything. Okay, what is your favorite movie? I already know the answer. Unless you change it, because then I'll be... I've got a lot of favorite movies. What do you think it is? The Princess Bride. It's definitely top three. Okay, then what are your top t- other two? Shaun of the Dead. Oh, I hate that movie. And Monty Python and the Holy Grail. So, if Which you can't tell, Seth yesterday. is such a man's man. I was going to say a guy's guy. Boy's boy. Either way, he is just all dude. But he's sensitive and sweet. And he's pretending like he's not right now. But he really is. He's pretty great. Um, and I'm not just saying that because he's here. I don't like to fake stuff. <laughs> um, what was your favorite school subject? <laughs> Uh, office aid. Oh, that was mine too. Uh, and then athletics. (laughs) Office aid was my favorite because of you. I had two office aid periods our senior year and last period was office aid time. And that's where Seth and I would just hang out. We'd go pretend like we were, you know, doing stuff for teachers and make out in the stairwell. Just so risque. (laughs) We thought we were so bad. Bad boy, bad girl. Uh, it was my favorite time. I loved it. I don't know, but like real school subjects? Uh, I don't I don't really know. I mean, they were all pretty fine. You slept through most of them. Let's be real right now. Yeah, and I still did a dang good job. <laughs> I don't know, to be <clears throat> honest. Um, any of them? Because I, did, I didn't really like it. You were smart, though, and you you did well. I mean, it's not to offend anybody that has problems with high school, but it was high school. It's Well, nothing. we also went to a small school. I feel like it... I don't know. It was just... Our, our high school was easy. We graduated with 64 people, and to some people, you're probably like, oh my god, where did you live? Like, the middle of nowhere. The school is in the middle of nowhere, but the town itself that... We're from is well it's not a Decent town it's a city it's yeah, almost it's for three. sure a city 
almost 300,000 people now. It's at 300,000 now. Yeah. So we don't live there anymore. We recently moved to a town of 100,000 for Seth's job, which is great. Actually, we really love it. I thought I was going to hate it. And I cried when me he, too, to be honest. I cried when he told me we were moving because I was like, "What?" I always wanted to move somewhere big, not somewhere smaller than where we were. But I actually really, really love it here. I love our house. What are you looking for, babe? Nothing. Okay. And I just, I don't know. I'm thankful that we're here, and I'm thankful that we're here together. Um, because I can't imagine moving to a place completely alone. I mean, I guess I would do fine. I'm good at making friends. But you but... wouldn't move here. Oh, I would never so. just choose to move here. I but mean, after being here, I could see us staying here for a little while, yeah. if not for a long time. Because we're right in between all of the bigger cities and it's comfortable. I mean, and... it just kind of depends on how everything goes. If... Yeah. It's all dependent on your job. My job, I can do wherever. So I mean, I like what I'm doing now. And I don't really anticipate me looking for the next move like everybody brings up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. See? Do you see how small? <laughs> I'm sure it's I fine. it's because of how deep it is, too. Oh, okay. Sorry. We're discussing the sound quality. Like I said. The I'm... little line bars on <laughs> the screen. I'm still trying to figure this out, you guys. But we're getting there. I have one last icebreaker. And then we'll move on to you know, talking a little bit about you. I guess you can ask me a few questions about me because I'm sure nobody knows anything about me. I'm just some random person who decided to have a podcast. podcast, Um, Okay. And final question. What's a skill you learned when you were young that you still use today? I don't know if common sense is a skill. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Maybe paying attention to details. On like when I hear stuff or, you know, I remember a lot of stupid stuff that I've heard. But you also, you remember things that I'm like, how the heck does he know that? Like anything, I mean, I, right now I don't have something right off the top of my head, but But random things about animals or lobster tails the other night. I did. I asked him about lobster tails. How would I know that? (laughs) But it makes sense as to why you would ask me. Because you always know the most random stuff. stuff. Yeah. I think that's, that's a good thing. Being observative observant (laughs) that's what i just said roll the tapes back not you audience i'm leaving that in he he is very smart you guys but he he woke up sometimes i say good stuff (laughs) what time did you wake up today 4 30 45 yeah so he wakes up early for work and today is the day where he is the least tired and grumpy so i was like we're podcasting today Okay, Okay, I'm done. (laughs) Done for the day. So, um, I just want to chat about you and your life before me. And, I don't know, just kind of get to know your story. Or I guess let the listeners get to know your story. Because I know pretty much everything there is to know. You don't know me. (laughs) I know so much. Um, So, yeah, I mean... I guess just, you know, kind of tell me about you, who you are, your childhood, all the good stuff. I mean, I don't want to go too deep, um, <laughs> but my name is Seth. <laughs> I don't um, know if I ever said that. I don't think you did. Yeah, this is, no, maybe I did at the beginning. Either way, this is my husband, Seth. 
Thaddeus Seth Pearson, to be exact. He has and now everybody knows my identity. Very biblical first name, even though his parents aren't biblical, I would say. Uh, I grew up with separated parents who were with a, I don't want to say a lot of different people. Uh, neither one of them have really settled down for too long. Uh, so, you know, I'm used to that rotating door of people in and out of my life, which is why it's nice to have Becca, because she's usually here for me. Um, <laughs> I'm always here for you. It's just a matter of if I'm physically in the home. <laughs> she's gone all the time. I don't know if she's left me for good or if it's just like a couple of days out of the country or, you know, whatever. I travel for work, as do you. Um, But I do have... Two actual siblings. Um, I have two adopted ones as well, but it, it's a weird adoption kind of thing. Step brothers turn into brothers, but such a it's, weird, it's a weird. It, situation. it was all a weird situation. He has two brothers with the exact same name. Yeah, so there's because what we one was them. adopted into the family with a stepmom. It's all confusing. One Big Dalton and the other Little Dalton. <laughs> And even to this day, whenever Little Dalton calls me or texts me, he says, hey, it's Little Dalton. <laughs> He's 22 now or I so. I have no Something clue. Like that. I'm like, you can stop calling yourself Little Dalton. I know who you are. Uh, anyways, so siblings, we're not all that close. Um, my family is very separated from us, and they have been. I would say that you're... The black sheep without being, like, a bad thing. Right. Um, I'm the black sheep if, like... If the black sheep were a good thing. Yeah. Like, he... And I can't say that about myself, but I would say... I can't. I'm much... the black sheep and the good good side of... I think the the reason why Seth and I, one, we work so well... Bless you. Thank you. And we kind of just come together and really understand each other is because... We both came from similar but completely different upbringings. Um, my siblings, while they're not... Do you have to sneeze again? No, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Feel free. Let it out. Just turn the other way. I'm <laughs> Okay. Um, they definitely have their... Well, one more than the other has their stuff together, but they both have their stuff together. We grew up in a, in a life where my parents tried really hard, but... Well, I should say my mom did. My dad, not so much. Um, but he made, like, whenever he was trying. When he was trying, he he worked hard. But then he kind of, he was a pattern, like, job quitter. <laughs> like, yeah. would be doing amazing, then quit his job and be like, figure it out, you know, to my I'm mom. and two years off. Mm-hmm. Whatever, yeah. And my mom would always figure it out. And so, for me, I watched that pattern growing up and knew, like, I do not want a husband like this. I wasn't even sure if I wanted to date at all because I was like, oh, men are awful. Thinking, you know, if they're going to be like how my dad is, then I don't necessarily. And I'm just going to be a lesbian. <laughs> That's not what I said. I, I remember her telling me I thought I was a lesbian until I met you. <laughs> so, I mean. That is such a lie. <laughs> I mean, if you're a lesbian, I think it's beautiful. But no, that is not where my mindset was. If you're I just been you should wait until you meet me and then we can, we can <laughs> Okay, let's quit. <laughs> That's a joke, by the way. Um, but no, I I just really wasn't sure do I want to be with someone and end up 
no offense to my mother, but truly like my mom and staying in a relationship where my partner is awful. And luckily, I mean, I wasn't looking for Seth whenever we met in high school. It was just like, oh my gosh, he's a new guy at our school. I thought he's he was so cute. He was so cute. He still is he's still a pain in the butt, but so cute. And as we got to know each other, the more and more we did, I just realized that we had so much more in common. Um, and then for him, because he's probably not going to sit and say it, he is truly the only sibling in his family who has his shit together in life. And I don't want to sit here and talk about people who can't defend themselves. But to be honest, you, I mean, I mean you're I just... I think my sister's trying. Yeah. She's yeah. She's school. Um, but I, I just, think. I think that you've put a lot of work into not falling down the same path as right. what, what, what honestly I think was expected. And I think you've kind of surprised your parents because I think they kind of expected, well, we didn't do our best, so he may not do his. And, and it's just crazy because my dad is so successful now. So if Depending on how you define success. Right. A successful... He's a successful business person. Yes. Um, in a monetary way. Absolutely. In a personal life, he might not... I, he, I would say as... He, he's more successful now than he was. But as a father, maybe not quite as much. Not with me. Yeah. And, and so... Like, a, like you said, I don't want to just dig at people, but I mean... No. Going back to what you said, we both know what we didn't want to do. Yeah. We didn't want to be with or be a part of. Yeah. And, and I so think that's why we're a perfect match is because we both knew what to stay away from. Instead of letting our that. circumstance define who we were, we let our circumstance push us to not be a certain way. Right. Like I could be a degenerate who wanted to just, you know, drink and smoke his life away and mm -hmm. just be fine at working at you know, McDonald's or, mm -hmm. excuse me, I can't say any brand names. No, um, <laughs> no offense if you work at McDonald's. I'm sure they do great or, things. Or something, you know, I, mm -hmm. I mean, but that's not what I wanted. Yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't be okay with that, which, you know, a lot of people are. Mm -hmm. That's not what I see as success, but somebody else could. Yeah. Yeah. Success, I think, is definitely, everyone defines it in their own way. Right. And I wouldn't define it necessarily in a monetary way, but I see both of us successful in not and just truly giving ourselves more than what we were given. And I will say my mother worked her butt off to give us everything that she absolutely could. Um, I can't say the same for my dad and I do love my dad and I've forgiven him for so much, um, growing up. But whenever I think of someone who is just like super strong and work their ass off to, give everything they possibly could. I do think of my mom. And I also think of her sometimes in a weak way because she never left a really tough situation, but it was also the way she was raised. Right. It's that generation. I mean, that's, there's so much to it. It's very hard because, you know, she does tie back to her original religious beliefs. Yes. And, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of people who could have just dipped. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. But, I mean, I think she did what she thought was best for you guys. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Which it may not have been. Well, and also, I, I'm thankful for the way that she went through things in life and for what we had to see growing up because I think it shaped me 
in a more positive way than it could have. It could have had the adverse yeah. effects. Yeah. Right? Where now all of a sudden you don't think you deserve anything. Yeah. Yeah. Which and I'm I very think glad you didn't I think in a way my sister kinda lives that way. Um, where she feels like she doesn't deserve as much and I we do not get along well. I guess Seth and I both like we butt heads with our siblings because we're all so different and Seth and so I crazy. have put ourselves in a different situation. Yeah. A different and place. Really tried yeah. to really tried to give ourselves the best that we possibly can. We don't like um, to settle. Really I will say I've, I've we're totally on the biggest segue ever, but I will say a big part of how both of us grew up is a huge reason, I think, why neither of us want kids. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and we get told all the time, again... Why don't you have kids? When am I going to get grandkids? How come you guys don't have kids already? Let's just say this. My mom is not the one asking about grandkids. She's got That's the grandkids my from my brother and sister, and she adores them, and she would be a great grandmother to our kid. She's a great grandmother to our our dogs. <laughs> And we love and adore our dogs. And we get told all the time, y'all would be so great at being parents. And I agree. I feel like we we could knock that out of the park. But I really, and I, I don't want to say I don't want to have kids just because of our childhood. That has, not, to me, it's not the huge, like, biggest reason. Um, but I do think it does play a part. But I also really just enjoy life with you and us being able to i don't want to say do what we want or be free or anything but i mean our biggest restriction right now if you know we decide to purchase a car isn't oh we have to think about formula or you know sports or school supplies Mm -hmm. stuff like that which is i mean for those of you who can have kids the majority of people can have kids. I think the majority of my guests who I'll be having on here have kids. I mean, all power to you. <laughs> I have so much respect for oh the my fact gosh, that you can so, deal with so much respect. a little sack of meat just screaming <laughs> at you and you don't know what that thing wants. Oh, that's but, so funny. I mean, at times there are moments where we're both like, Oh, look at that kid. He's so cute. She's so cute. Yeah, until we see the kid at Target screaming like a maniac. And the mom on her phone as she walks in the door ignoring it. And we're like, oh man, I'm out. Yeah. And so, I I mean, that's not truly the only... I, I don't know. I just... I love life with you and with our dogs and... I I personally do not want to ever push a child out of me. That's not something... We both know that like... Half of the people who have babies do not push anything out of them. Well, they're out in their surgery. I'm well, not defending any, anything. But. It is 2019. There's lots of women who like to do the natural. Basically, I think the baby just vaporizes th- through <laughs> you now. I think that, well, I think that truly you're thinking of Amber, who my sister in law, she like had three. The first one was not like chosen C-section, but her other two nice routine C-sections in and out. And I know that it's not no problem. C-sections are actually harder to heal from than vaginal birth. But 
I mean, for some people, they just choose to do that. And you can't judge them for that, babe. And if you think about it, like from my <laughs> point of view, I couldn't imagine having something living inside of me. Like, Oh, me either. It's like a giant tapeworm. It just feeds <laughs> off of you, but then it like Seth, it morphs into what the you people look like. are going to hate you. They're, after this, they're going to be like, "This guy is or, such a douche." Or they're going to be like, "You know what? He's, <laughs> He's got right. a lot of good ideas." <laughs> no, they're going to be like, "I can't believe this guy is sitting I mean, here saying." It's just, from a man's perspective, from me, anyways, having something. Are you a man? Meeting, I am. Oh, okay. Trust me. Um. Having something living inside of you is just so <laughs> weird. Okay. Just every time there's babies involved, I imagine, you know, the scene from Alien where the thing just blows out through his okay. chest and starts okay. screaming. You're taking this much further than what I was planning. Anywho, we don't... So that's why we're not having kids. <laughs> we just don't see ourselves having kids. We absolutely love children. I think mainly we love our nieces and nephews and, like, close friends' kids, so... Two of my girlfriends, they have kids, and I absolutely adore them. I think they are so precious. I mean, I, I'll hold and love on your baby forever, but do I want to have one that I have to, like, deal with 24-7? I shouldn't say deal with. That I get to love on 24-7? No. <laughs> not At least not right now. I see, I, I honestly, I see maybe when we're, like, 40, possibly adopting but i don't right now i just that's not something that i see us going for and again it does kind of you know go back to not or or, i guess both of our childhoods but and i love being the the uncle it's so fun to be the aunt that is fun and that they can run to like whenever you're a parent you can't be like hey what the hell are you doing to a kid i mean you could but like as an uncle, if you say that and you're like, just knock it off. It's like an, oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's my uncle saying that. But as a parent, I guess you actually get concerned if they make like a, a fool of themselves in the store. Yeah. Because like if the kids do it whenever we're with them, I'm like, I don't know who the hell these kids are and I'll walk <laughs> off. Our, our nieces and nephews are eight, S- nine, yeah. 14, and 16. So it's not like we're leaving like a two-year-old by themselves. A baby. <laughs> <laughs> when he like, starts screaming, I, I, I just you. walk off. <laughs> I get back in the car and I burn out of there. No, they are all old enough and coherent enough to be like, oh, let me go catch up to uh, my aunt and uncle. But, you know, we, we went a long ways off of what we were supposed to be talking about, which was me. We're supposed to be talking about only me. <sighs> my bad. I'm sorry. We're changing the podcast to his thing. <laughs> um, it's now called his thing with Seth Pearson. But just to talk about, you don't have to follow my album. I know, but you know, you wanted to know my. I do. I wanted to know your story, but you know, the people want to know, and you know, our stories kind of coincide, and that's that's where things came from. That's why I kind of jumped in there, and I'm sorry. Okay, so back to you. So. I guess we understand where I came from. Split mm-hmm. family, lots of brothers, lots of sisters. Step yeah. a lot of the time. Like you had a really eight. good relationship with your grandparents, though. Yes. So, how how would you say that that shaped you in life, I mean, as they, compared to how your parents shaped you? Um, I mean, there was a lot more interaction 
I, I think a lot more time spent one on one with them, or you know, two on two, three on two, whatever. With my grandparents, I'm cold. I'm gonna put this on real quick. With my um, my cousin that lived pretty close, and then my brother and I would always spend a ton of time together, mm-hmm. uh, especially at my grandparents' house. And I mean, there was video games. There was yeah. You love Fishing your video games. And being locked outside and baseball outside and, you know, animals, all, you know, all kinds of stuff. You're and active. Yeah, I was, I'm very pale uh, most of the time, but whenever I was a kid coming back from summer. You look like, like hey, a different race. Who Who's that little brown kid <laughs> um, who got really fat, but. Grandparents are good at feeding. <laughs> yeah, especially mine because it was, you know, the salmon patties and chicken fried steak. and The down know, home. You know, the country cooking stuff. My my uh, grandma was from Oklahoma. You can say your nanny. My nanny was from Oklahoma. <laughs> and my papa or my grandpa was from Missouri, as he always said. Um, so, you know, they liked the... You get a little more, uh, I don't even know. I say Missouri, because that's what he says. Southern, when you talk about your grandparents. Um, but you know, like I said, we spent a lot of time outside. A lot of time staying up until three o'clock in the morning, playing video games, sleeping until ten. Can you hear me unwrapping this candy? I can. (laughs) Sorry, guys. We're not trying to do ASMR here. I'm just trying to, uh, eat some, an Andy's mint. Uh, and then... You know, I guess I would get, I don't know, a lot of life lessons from them. Not real, like, sit down and figure out the meaning of life kind of stuff. But, you know, learning all the small stuff. Like, I had a ton of questions about driving stuff. Like, how driving works, right? Whenever I was a kid. And I learned from them. I learned how to I do learned all that, that too with my grandparents. Not necessarily jumping in and driving for them because it was a... I think it was like an 85 Ranger or something. So it was a stick. Is that a truck? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I, very difficult to drive and it would die on us all the time. Uh, and then there was like a maroon Astro van that they got. And it was like, oh, oh I think your gosh. nanny still had that she whenever. Still has that, yeah. Uh, but I mean, <clears throat> like I said, I learned a lot from them, more real life stuff. Um, learning not to spend all my money, I think, really did come from them because. We used to go play bingo at the bingo hall in Oklahoma all the time. <laughs> and I won, I think it was $64 one time. Oh, yes. You've told me this story. And I had to pay for the bingo cards that I had mm-hmm. because that's what you do whenever you win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I had to, if I wanted to play any extra games or whatever, you know, I had that cash too. So at the end of the day, I had like $40. And whenever you're 12 years old, that's like a million. How much candy could you buy? Right? Is that what you're thinking about candy? I bought the little candy cigarettes because my grandparents smoked all the time. Oh my gosh, I used to love those. Oh look, I'm smoking too. Yes, because my parents smoked, and I was like, I want candy cigarettes. Thank the Lord, neither of us smoke. Ugh, I can't even imagine. I absolutely love my mom, but it is the worst. If you do smoke, it's okay. No, it's not. Stop smoking. You're killing yourself. It's the worst habit ever. And jewels are just as bad people. So if you're a jeweler. I'm I'm leaving. I'll see you later. (laughs) Disgusting. Disgusting. Anyways, 
Um, <laughs> you know, I learned a lot of stuff from them because, you know, Did neither you one of them lot? worked. You keep saying you learned a lot. I learned a lot from them. A lot I learned, <laughs> learned a lot. Just because they didn't have a ton of money. It's living off Social Security. I think there was a lot of consistency with you going to spend time with them. Right. Whereas there wasn't consistency right. with I knew with every summer who I was going to be with. Yeah. Bouncing around, like I said, split parents is hard. Yeah. Um, but, like, that that's where I grew, grew up, I guess. The most. Right. You know, you I don't learn question, a lot from your parents during school. I had a question, and I forgot. Oh, I should write these things down. That's okay. Right there. I know, but that's just like a, hey, just in case. And I know you spend a lot of time with your grandparents, or as much as you could during the summertime, they'd come visit you. And... Yes. So, we had like a routine. My parents would take us every... I can't remember. I think we would, in the holidays, we would go and visit my grandparents. Um, mainly my mom's side. My dad, he, we would go visit his dad, but we, my dad just never made family a priority. He actually grew up with, I think, a very charmed life, but he and Seth's mom kind of did the same. They both grew up with very charmed lives very taken care of, wealthy parents, and just rejected everything about it. Um, and of course, there's probably so much more to it. But the way I saw it growing up, like my dad just didn't care about anything and anything family. Do you need water? Um, so we spent a lot of time with my mom's parents. And I absolutely adored my grandparents. We spent... Um, they would come and see us during the summer or I can't remember our schedule, but we would see them three times a year. We'd go see them at their lake house in Omaha. It was my favorite place to go. It was the only place I ever vacationed growing up other than Arizona. We did go to Phoenix a lot to see because my grandparents were like birds during the winter. They'd go to Arizona because it was nice and warm. And during the summer, they'd go back to Omaha which was still humid and kind of like hell to me because in Texas, at least in the area of Texas where we're from, it was dry heat and it wasn't humid. And humidity is, oh, I hate it. But we now live in a place that's going to be humid in the summer. Yeah, rivers, so I, lakes. I'm going to be uh, having to learn to get used to that humidity and sweating like a pig. I was going to say something else, but trying to keep things PC in 2019. <laughs> oh my gosh. But um, I know you loved your grandparents. Especially I adored whenever, them. I mean, it was mostly your mom's side, like you said, mm -hmm. but you know, I got to meet them. Yeah. And, and great. that's one thing that makes me sad is you, I, Seth just kept saying, oh yeah, they, it was good, or I don't know. I can't even remember what he said a thousand times a few minutes ago. But I learned a lot. Oh, he learned a lot. <laughs> yes, First he, he learned a lot. Guess what, guys? I learned a lot. <laughs> but uh, I'm not a jerk. <laughs> but the main thing, when Seth's grandpa died, I guess you and I had been married. Not married. Wow. Together. We had been together maybe a year. Maybe. And... One of the very first conversations that you and I had, like deep conversations, we like sat and talked forever and he just 
sat and told me about his love for his grandparents and how they really, you know, were the constant in his life. And that was the first time he ever cried in front of me. I think I've only seen you cry Less than 10 times. A handful, maybe a handful and a half of times. Um, And that was one of the first times because his love for his grandparents meant so much. And I was so excited to meet his grandparents. And, of course, we were, like, 18 or 19. And so we couldn't quite, like, afford to just take take a road trip to go visit his grandparents. And then then his grandpa passed away suddenly. Um... And that was so hard. And it, I think it really changed your path in life. I, I do have a confession. <laughs> I even, I mean, it's probably even in the past year. I used to be so embarrassed that neither of us had a college degree. And so I'd be like, oh yeah, Seth got a business degree, which that is what you're going to school for. But when Seth's... You would lie to people. <laughs> I... You know the stigma that comes with not going, like finishing school. Neither of us finished college. I didn't finish college because, honestly, the university where we lived got rid of the photography program that I wanted to go for. Um, Seth didn't finish school because when his grandpa died, that was the equivalent of losing a parent. And he couldn't handle school and the pain three jobs and, the and pain he, and yeah. And, and he was working three jobs and, I just and gotten in a wreck. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, like it was just like things were just, it was a snowball of things that kind of pushed you where you're like, I don't think I'm going to go back next semester. And instead he worked his ass off and he is truly in the same place he would have been with a degree or without a degree. I'm ahead of where I would have been. And yeah, I th- I think that's wonderful. Now, I do think people should go to college if if you don't have a plan. Seth and I have been very blessed or lucky or whatever fortunate. you would like to call it, very fortunate to be where we are in our lives without college. I mean, it, but we can say that, but at the same time saying that you're lucky. I mean, Yeah, I shouldn't say we're lucky cuz we both worked our asses off. There are so many hours that yeah. have just been poured into that and you know I was so stressed for so oh, long yeah. oh yeah and it's finally I mean with the exception of every now and then it's so much better now because there's so much more to worry about I guess but mm-hmm. I have more people to take care of it yeah and I mean I busted my tail for a long time long time busted my tail um and i would say the the people that i worked for and the things that i made sure i found important were really important in the Mm -hmm. company and that's why i was looked at as you know a good candidate for you are where you are right yeah i mean it's one of those pay attention to detail things that I talked about earlier, being able to retain information. Mm-hmm. You know, I had one thing happen to me four or five, six years ago whenever I was managing, you know, a part of an operation. No one knows what you do, so I, we don't have to share that, but don't get too into detail. Right. No one's going to know what that's about. a small part of the operation, mm-hmm. and now I, I can use that as an example for my employees now. Yeah. And tell them, hey, this happened to me. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Or if you try it and you fail that way, this is how you fix it. Like, yeah. 
being able to retain that stuff is it makes makes things a lot easier. But yeah. hard work got me where I was, not not fortune, I guess. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I will say, sorry, I'm zipping up my jacket. <laughs> I've like got like the chills. I think it's because we're like it's talking like about taking my clothes off. <laughs> Go ahead. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, I will. Uh, your dad slightly got you in the door. He got you what an interview, and you did the rest. Well, I mean, he got me the the job working part time for nine dollars an hour yeah minimum wage yeah. is five fifty. Yeah. We don't have to talk about numbers or things like that. But yeah. I your mean, dad kinda just... got you in the door and but you've worked yourself to the bone getting to where you are. Yeah. So I think that's really great. Um babe, I kinda lost where we what we were talking about, where we were going with this, because sometimes you go on tangents and I don't even remember what we're saying. You go on tangents. I do. I agree. You're the one that made us start talking about kids. That ain't even on the list. <laughs> <laughs> so I have an outline. It's not really an outline. It's not what you would consider like your uh, English class outline. But we are just, you know, I wanted to make sure we had like a little flow if there needed to be. I feel like we've kind of just grooved into different stuff. Well, I'm sure this isn't going to be the only time I'm on. So, you know. I can leave you a little cliffhanger. Well, if you're on again, I don't want to have to get so deep. I mean, this is a pretty, not necessarily deep, but there's a lot Daddy of... Daddy never loved me. Stop. <laughs> there's just a lot of personal content going into this first episode, yeah. I think. I don't know. Um, and it is unfortunate that I, you know, can't really talk about my job very much. Just yeah. Because I don't want it to... Well, one, you do work a job that... I could be in the public eye very quickly if I say something stupid. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. People throw stuff on the internet so fast if you work for the right company. Um, I just don't want... If, if people know us personally, great. You know what Seth does for a living. But if you don't, you don't need to know. And it's not like he does any... He's not like CIA or something, that but... You know of. <laughs> Maybe I am. <laughs> but I just, he does work a very important job that if he says too much or talks too much about that, then that could put him in a weird position. Um, anywho, so should we, uh, I guess we've kind of chatted about our relationship a little bit. A lot. Of it. A lot. Well, I mean, that's why you're on here. You're my husband. We could, um... You want to go over some relationship stuff? You know, like, let's say you and I are not married. We've never known each other. You're just out. You're single. You're on the prowl. I'm fit. I'm fabulous. <laughs> you're getting fit. You guys, we are trying so hard to get back into a healthy lifestyle. And it's not a resolution because Lord knows nobody follows through with those. I'm just tired of being fat. <laughs> Seth is one of those people who like, he doesn't, he, well, I don't think he's fat, but he only gains weight in like his middle region. So his legs are nice and fit. His arms are in good shape, but you know, he's got a little belly and that's okay. I love it. It's nice to hold on to at night. Wow. 
That would hurt. We're just, excuse me, I have a lot going on and you get to hold it all the time. But I don't say, it's nice to hold on to at night. You don't say you like holding on to a man's gut. I would hold on to it if it were full of six pack abs or if it were full of beer. Thankfully, it's not full of beer. Now you don't get to touch me. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. Are we good? It's fine. We'll move past it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to do just another fun little, I guess, game icebreaker. I don't know what you want to call it. Just let's pretend you're single. Like I said, we've never met. You're single. You're dating. Saturday night. Saturday night. You're on the prowl. Let's say you've met a girl. You like her. (laughs) Here we go. So I'm going to ask you, whoops, I just covered the mic. Whoops. Some relationship deal breakers. All right. right. So first one, she doesn't like dogs, but she's good in bed. Uh, I'm allergic to dogs. (laughs) But we have two dogs. Yeah, (laughs) but we're at her place. But let's be real. I'm a... I'm a bachelor, right? But let's say you're getting into a relationship with her. You still own Nala, even though I guess technically you wouldn't have Nala if it weren't for me. But would you have a dog if we weren't together? To be honest, I don't know. Okay. So if we were to split up. So guys, what he's saying is sex is more of a priority than loving on a sweet little animal every day. Good sex is. (laughs) Stipulation. If you weren't expecting this on my podcast, I'm sorry. I have no problem talking about anything and everything. And I just don't care. So, yeah. Okay. okay so moving on. Moving uh, no. on. <laughs> if I had a dog and she was like, oh, I don't do dogs. I'd be like, all right. I don't either. See you later. And After that, the sex. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if she walked in, she was like, oh, my God, a dog. I'd be like, yeah, I don't know whose dog that is. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you know whatever happens happens but then you know i don't know if it's oh next morning gosh. or that night or whatever but she's like is that your dog and i'm like yeah she's like i don't do dogs i'm like okay me either and then mm. I'll kick her out. because ain't nobody getting in between me and my dogs you know i just saying? don't know if we weren't together if you would even be that type of human you were the most gentleman like person i've ever met whenever we started dating (laughs) and so kind and so sweet and you were not like anyone else which is a huge reason why I wanted to date you and you didn't treat girls the way that you're joking around right now so but I I will after stop (laughs) I'm I'm almost 30 this is what we do um just kidding so okay next deal breaker she has bad grammar I'm talking like she texts you and Yikes. doesn't know the version, like then, then versus then. then. Oh my gosh, Orange Theory, get your stuff together. <laughs> our... <laughs> wow, way to call out. Yeah, our... I'm calling out Orange Theory. <laughs> your thing says it's better than whatever. Yeah. It's not better than whatever, it's better than. Then and then are two separate words, completely different. Yeah. So if you work in the corporate office of Orange Theory and you are writing the. Uh... Marketing that goes on the TVs that go on every screen, someone fucked up. So you might want to fix that. Like, I'm not a grammar Nazi. Nazi. You just said the F word, so I can say Nazi. (laughs) Uh, But, come on. You're an adult. You should know how to speak. You should know how to write. (laughs) 
You I can't agree. get into a corporate office, of a, one of the biggest so, fitness companies in the world, and not know the difference. Between okay, them. great. Okay. So it's a deal breaker. So she's out. <laughs> you know, go go back to high school or whatever. So let's assume that this girl's the girl who works for Orange Theory yeah. Marketing. See you later, Charlotte. I don't have time for this nonsense. Learn how to spell and then get back at me. <laughs> you were great, bed. Stop! You didn't make it that far. Oh, I thought she was the dog no. lady. <laughs> no. Excuse me, the not dog lady. She's. This is a different girl. Oh, each, okay. Each scenario is different. <laughs> See you later. Can't. You texted me then rather than the first then. girl was Karen. This no. girl's Charlotte. Okay. I would never date a Karen. <laughs> Sorry, no. if her name's Karen, but I'm also married. No. <laughs> to anyone named Karen out there. The name's beautiful. But your name's Karen. I'm glad we I don't have any clients named Karen. Stop. <laughs> okay. I, I think finger guns S- out. Seth is getting tired and that's when he throws out ridiculous jokes. I promise he's a really great guy, you guys. <laughs> um, okay. So she wears the same perfume that your mom wears. That means when you smell her, it you think of your mom. mom. Peace. Nope. I'm it's out. a no for you. That's a no for me, bro. Okay. She's vegan and decides that in order to date you, you have to be vegan too. I've got a really inappropriate joke. Can I say it? Uh, if it's too bad, I'll cut it out. All so right. so it's fine if she's vegan as long as she be eating my meat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Seth Pearson. Uh, okay, so the vegan thing. <laughs> He's joking. I'm joking. Oh my God. Um... But the vegan thing... My listeners are going to be just... They're going to hate you. I don't know if I could do vegan. Like, vegetarian? Yes. Yeah. Vegan? Man, that's a whole nother level of always talking about yourself. Like, anytime someone's like, hey, we're going to get pizza, you're like, oh, I'm vegan. I can't eat pizza. Right. I can't eat the cheese. It's made from a cow. All I have is, are chickpeas. Is it organic and, vegan like, cheese? Yeah. Do you have do you have veganes? Yeah, I get no. it. Okay, and no to offense honest, to vegans. I know a few. Good for you. I think it's great. I don't know if it's actually healthy. That's too much work. We are not down with it. It's a lot of work. To be honest, <laughs> probably having a steak tonight. No, we're not. I don't know. I might take you out to a yummy dinner since you finally did my podcast. And you finally, you're the first guest. But getting you on here this week, I didn't think it was going to happen. You're welcome. <laughs> Moving on. No veganism. Okay. Um, selfies are her love language. So that means everywhere she goes, she's like, oh my God, Seth, we have to take a selfie here. If she talks like that, that would be the deal breaker. But sometimes I get really excited and you talk get like that. Sometimes, yeah. Um, I don't think that's a, a deal breaker unless it's like, you know, you're at... Like, it's a spur-of-the-moment thing, right? Like, you're out looking at sea lions. It's mm-hmm. like every five seconds, it's a selfie with the sea lion. Mm-hmm. You know, that would drive me crazy. Yeah. Or at the zoo, right? Where you're paying attention to all these animals, which it, it really sucks that a lot of the animals are trapped, basically, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're at the zoo and all they're doing the whole time is taking selfies with the animals, see ya, Barbara. I'm out. You think it's going to be Barb? Good old Barb. Our neighbor's name is Barb. I love that he threw that out there. Her name's Barbara. She's real cute. She's Uh, like 72. Let's think of a real, you know, young. Let's say. girl's name. I don't know. Kylie. 
Kylie's a good one. Yeah, that's a pretty good I one. I mean, the queen of selfies is probably Kylie Jenner. Did so you see that she got beat out by the egg? Oh, I know. It's, I just I'm heard sure about this like, on a different... i to a oh, deep depression. See, Seth knows more about certain pop cultures that I do not know about. And this, I just like, discovered the other day. It's like Twitter. Whenever I have time, I'm on Twitter. Just I so mean, you know, Her Thing Podcast is, so is not on the Twitter. We do not tweet... We are not part of the twats. It's not happening. Uh, the twats? <laughs> we are not Twitter. I only know because of Twitter. And now my wife, uh, which you all know right here, Becca Pearson, I think, <laughs> um, got me to really pay attention to Instagram. I guess she wants me on there more. I would love for... Well, here's the thing. I do love that you do not give two shits about social media. That is probably one of my favorite things about you because... I don't know. It's just nice that that's the last thing you're worried about. You know, I just get on there for the memes. Because if (laughs) the memes are fun, if I didn't have to have social media for my job and, you know, for my business, then I probably now for this podcast, then I probably wouldn't have it because I do not share much. I am very. I'm sure people think that I'm dead. Oh, I'm sure people think that you're fake. Like, I just Photoshop. I am a professional photographer. Like, I photoshopped myself with some cute guy on my supposed wedding day because (laughs) you're never anywhere to be seen. Sidebar. Okay. I got an alert maybe an hour ago that said, Becca Lee Photo tagged you in a post or a comment. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the hell is this? So I go and I look. It said the comment was made 192 weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know why it did that. I was going through my Instagram and archiving old photos that just didn't look good in the feed anymore. This is why I don't like social media because I go through and do stuff like this. But I was trying to make sure. And just so we know, it's not my personal Instagram. I'm not that vain. I was just going through my photography Instagram because I'm a professional wedding photographer and deleting some things that didn't fit in my feed. Well, then I saw, and things are about to get real not nice, um, that on the day after our wedding, I wrote this post with a picture of our wedding tables and it like tagged Lindsay, Lindsay Zamora. She's going to be probably one of the next people on the podcast. She's one of my really good friends And she designed and created our beautiful wedding. And it also tagged a person who worked the wedding with her, who did a terrible job and was awful and a waste of time. And so I took that person out um, because Lindsay had to part ways with her after the wedding anyways. And I guess in editing her name out, so there was no credit, it it, uh, re-alerted everyone else who was tagged in that post because I saw our wedding photographer like that photo later and I was like what the heck I didn't I didn't think it was gonna re-alert everyone but it did gotcha um I don't even remember what we were talking about Instagram social media and how I'm gonna delete Facebook oh yeah gosh if I could delete Facebook that'd be great I'm tired of reading my brother's comments about hey we're not throwing oh that's true or like so, people that are like, Dak Prescott's the worst quarterback ever. Bring back stop. Tony Romo. <laughs> These are the same people that said Tony Romo was the worst quarterback ever. So, you know what? 
People are just dumb. I think Seth has forgotten that this is called Her Thing Podcast. If you don't know who Dak Prescott is, <laughs> which Tony means Romo is. that most of my girls who are listening to this do not care about Dak Prescott, which a lot of them, I'm sure, are from Texas and love their Dallas Cowboys. I know there's one in particular who, if she's listening, what's up, girl? I know you love D- the Dallas Cowboys. These Cowboys. <laughs> I know you love these Cowboys. Um, anyways, so can we quit talking about sports? No. No. Okay. It is now my thing. I'm taking <laughs> over. We're going to take a quick little break and then we will come back and finish some things up. Okay, so we are back from our little break. I was just uh, doing some technical support on my end, finishing some things up over there. Um, Was there anything else that you wanted to contribute to this first episode? Any apologies you'd like to make for anything that you may have said that could have been inappropriate? Yeah, if I said anything you don't like, uh, sorry. I mean, if you, you can't sometimes he just goes on his little rants and the thing that I love about this podcast is we are just talking to each other with a microphone in between so you know there is you know we're not thinking about other people who might be listening but I don't want anyone to feel like they have to hold back whenever we're chatting on here I don't that's not the point this has been fun it has been I'm really excited that I have you on here and hopefully people like it and want to come back and listen or they're like your husband sucks don't have him on here again i think you're pretty great but i also know you i think if anybody wants you to talk about anything then they can send you something somehow i mean you want to tell them how to do that just in case oh yeah i mean mean, you can plug yourself (laughs) i guess i can plug this uh podcast if i want more people to come back and listen so if you want to share your thoughts and um keep following along then go to apple podcast and I think where else are we're Spotify, kind of, Spotify, Google Podcasts, really anywhere where you can listen to podcasts and subscribe and rate and review. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to cut the other stuff out. And- Five stars only. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. So subscribe, rate, review. I would really, really love to hear what people think. Um, you can also follow along on Instagram and just see who is going to be coming on next. I can guarantee if you're someone who doesn't know me and is just listening organically, you're not going to know anyone who's coming on. And I love that because I just want to interview real people. Not that celebrities aren't real people. They're not real people sometimes, but, okay? They're so politically correct on some Well, and their lives, their lives are just not as relatable. And so I really want to have real relatable conversations on here, have some fun, which we did, and we joked around, and we were ourselves, and totally got inappropriate. But that's how we talk in our real life. So, I mean, you either like it or you don't. Um, yeah, so follow along at Herthing Podcast on Instagram. I'm trying to think. There will eventually be a Herthing Podcast website where you can just go back and listen to old shows, see show notes and what we talked about. 
Um, but yeah, I think those are the places where people can follow along, leave some, you know, constructive, constructive, kind criticism. That's the hardest part of doing this is there are internet trolls out there and they love to hate. And I guess there's just nothing better to do. You know what they always say? Haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. All right. (laughs) Well, thank you. It has been so much fun chatting with my husband and getting to share a little bit about him. May have been slightly all over the place with our conversation, but if if you know me in real life, that is what we do. I am all over the place before I get to the point. So again, thanks so much, and I hope that you will listen again soon.